All right. Hey, everybody. So today I'm talking with my great friend, Juliana Jones. <laughs> so uh, Juliana is an R&B and pop singer-songwriter from Hamilton, originally from Brampton. Uh, she's also a voice and piano teacher. So you can find Juliana at Juliana Jones Music on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, you can also find her at Juliana Jones or Juliana J Studios on Instagram. That is her teaching account. Uh, and you can also find her at Shop Juliana Jones on Instagram. That is her um, merch account and general store. So, um, hey, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Just to uh, just to let everyone know, this is the third time that we've tried to record this. Third time's a charm, though. Honestly, they do say that. The way I look at it. They do say that's that. The way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm yeah. crossing my fingers this time. Um, yeah. The last two times, I was not recording through my microphone. I was recording through my laptop. So uh, yeah. you can just imagine what was coming out of that. <sighs> <laughs> But I could, you know what? We're we're prepared now. You sort of we've yeah, been. We've, better things, honestly. Yeah, it's okay. I think the first one was like six minutes. The second one was like twelve. Um, mm -hmm. now we're gonna get it. We're gonna get to the full hour. Right. Yeah, we're it's gonna, gonna be okay right. this time. Um, <laughs> so I kind of cover the majority of like the who's, what's, where's, when's, and why's of who you are. Um, but do you want to give a little bit of a um an introduction into who you are as a musician and talk about your your music and what you make for the people listening yeah for sure um so uh like sarah said i am a r&b pop um singer songwriter i do try to put a little bit of rock into it just as again like it's try to mash up a lot of the things that i grew up with um just genre wise and stuff that i really loved growing up stuff that i'm influenced by um as an artist obviously we all have our different tastes and and everything like that it's something that i like to you know obviously bring something different to the table um as an artist and kind of keep you know you know my brand who i am and just kind of be like who you know my my musicianship if you want to put it that way um i've been working on a lot of stuff so i'm super excited to finally release mm -hmm. some stuff um for you guys it's been oh my gosh like when did stranger come out like a oh year my god ago? i don't, I like don't two know years ago, like two almost years ago two years ago that's yeah. insane it that's came out insane it came out before we were friends Yes, it did. Yeah. So this was like, oh God. And we've been, well, it feels like we've been friends forever. I, like, it feels like, it feels like a it, lot longer. That's what longer. it feels like. But, we, yeah. but I love that because, you know, when like, and it's, those, you, that, those are the friendships that you know that last forever. Mm -hmm. Are the ones that you feel like you've known them forever because it's been such a short amount of time, but you vibe so well with each mm -hmm. other that mm -hmm. it's just like, this is something like, what? We're literally moving to Toronto next year. Like, what? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> like, the plan. It's literally that, you know? So it's, it's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't believe it came out like two, almost years ago. Yeah. yeah. 2019. Yeah. January 2019. That's insane. But I'm super excited to finally release some some shit for y'all because it's been so mm -hmm. long. It's been, but it's honestly like, honestly worth the wait because I've been working my ass off on trying to make sure that it's exactly what I want um, and just something that I want to represent me and just, you know, everything that I've gone through musically and songwriting and just that kind of stuff is super, super important to me as a musician and an artist. So I, I, I vibe with that for sure. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I'm so totally excited for you to drop something new. Um, Yeah, I'm so excited (laughs) to hear it. And, um, you know, whenever she does, you guys will immediately be able to find out my blog for sure. And um, yeah, also, you know, get ready for uh, Juliana and Sarah take Toronto. Um, (laughs) 2021. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the plan, at least. Yeah, I mean, if we can plan. Toronto streets. We'll put it that way. Oh my god. Us versus the streets, yeah. man. Um, versus streets. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if we can plan during Corona, you know, but uh that's right. we're right. gonna we're gonna beat Corona. We're gonna it's, it's Juliana oh, and yeah. Sarah versus Corona. We're gonna fucking <laughs> beat it down. Versus Toronto, Corona, yeah. <laughs> really? We'll do it, we'll do it. I oh, have yeah. faith in us. We we definitely will conquer that. Yeah. I have faith as well. Strong faith. Um, so, um, like on my last podcast, uh, with, uh, Nadia and Nick, we're both, uh, very good friends with, um, they talked about how they teach full-time. They teach music, um, mainly to kids. Yes. And, um, so Juliana here also teaches. She teaches, you know, again, voice and piano. Do you want to talk a little bit about, uh, you mainly teach independently, but you also teach for a couple studios. Mm -hmm. Do you want to sort of talk about your experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I like, I love teaching. Like, it's something that, obviously, teaching does come secondary to me. My main um, focus and what has been my main focus for a long time has been solely recording, solely songwriting, solely performing. Like, those have been my, my, um, basically my top you know, fillers, I guess, if you want to put it that way. But my secondary has been teaching always. And it's been something that I've, I fell in love with when I started you know, when I was being taught, if mm-hmm. you want to like put it that way, like I've yeah. fell in love with the idea of, of mastering a craft of whatever and just kind of teaching it out to young kids. Cause it's always, you know, you know how they say that like teachers learn as they teach that, that phrase. I don't know if it's actually, I'm saying it right, but it's the, you learn, I learn so much from the kids that I teach independently and through the studios, like on a daily basis of like life and like what it's like to, you know, you know, one day, like I would love to have children. So what that's like to, to teach children and mm. teach and hear things that they say, you know, what they're going through, through school, what they're going through, you know, at home or whatever, yeah. and like through music, like tap into that kind of emotion through that, yeah. um, independently. I love being able to kind of just really have a good connection with my students. Cause it's also nice to know that like, yeah, I'm your teacher, but I'm also human. I yeah. have these emotions. I have these feelings. And this is something that we also go through all as, as people, you know, mm-hmm. with 2020 and every, every, all this shit going on, but it's nice to be able to have that connection with them, especially you know, with the independent teachers. Like, because I, I know I would have had loved to appreciate having someone um, who was in the industry and who was working constantly and, you know, songwriting and producing and whatever the case is, just someone who's in the industry that you can actually gain experience from, which is something I love to be able to give back to my students. And um, something that I really like to shed light on is, you know, there are so many outlets and so many ways to be creative, not just in music, but like literally in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's nice to kind of um, push that towards like independent teaching and even through like the staff, 
of the places that I do work at too, just, you know, vibing off each other and the whole experience as a whole. Like I've, I'm so grateful to be able to still teach through Corona as well. Even if it is online, it's something right. that I've, I've grown to kind of come accustomed to, which I think is, is pretty cool to say the least. Cause some people can't even go to their jobs, you know, cause mm -hmm. they're literally cut out from this whole pandemic. So I'm so grateful to be able to still have the opportunity to teach and do what I love every single day. Um, yeah pretty much the the experience on on a short note <laughs> on a short note yeah but. yeah and uh also you know you get to kind of see what the teens are talking about keep you hip you know oh, yeah. <laughs> i i love when they try to talk tiktok to me because like, oh, yeah. i yeah like i don't know do you even have tiktok no i uh my sister just downloaded it like yesterday and i was okay. like i haven't given in yet i haven't Okay, don't do that. <laughs> okay. I will say, though, I have fallen between... So I guess they're on TikTok. Because I found out that's this I'm not so long ago. Now I feel old. Like, I feel like I'm aging myself. I'm really mm. not that old. I'm only 22. No, no. Maturity level, I feel like I'm 30. But, but TikTok so feels like, like something for 14-year-olds. That's the it thing. Is, no, yeah, it is. Really okay. it is geared, geared towards that. However, there are different sides to TikTok. Right. So there's like... You have your dancer side, which is like Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, all of those like TikTokers. Like mm -hmm. they, they have that full side covered down pat. But then there's also like different sides. Like my when you look on my TikTok for you page, like it is full of like DIYs. It is full of business. Like I love looking at the stock market and finding out like S and P five hundreds, like how much they're worth. And I love that like business huh. side of things, yeah. entrepreneur like shit. That is so my vibe. Interesting. And music. Like that has been my for you page since I've downloaded TikTok. Like cool. I, I mean like occasionally I'll see like Addison Ray like do the renegade or whatever. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like it's uh, and obviously, like, I love the whole dancer aspect. Like, I grew up dancing as well. I danced for, like, 12 years. So I appreciate the fact that they can put that out, their art on there as well. But I'm a huge nerd for when it comes to, like, entrepreneurship, <laughs> business, yeah. you know, music yeah. business especially. And just, like, the whole, like, I've been so into, like, the stock market recently. Like, I've been so into that shit. Like, cool. that's what my TikTok looks like. So. Cool. To put it in a nutshell, but all these kids are like on TikTok being like, "Oh my gosh, I saw this guy!" And like, oh, I'm like, that's so cute. Like, I wish I was doing that at 14. Like, I was playing with like, you know, hula hoop at 14. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, life has changed so much in the past like years. I think it's I crazy. I think I got my first cell phone at 14. I think that's when I got Honestly, Facebook. Shame. I had the LG yeah. rumor. Oh my the god, dude. Flip. Yes. Oh. Two flip. It was not the flip. It was the slide up. I, that's I what I got. Such, I thought it was such a G. Like. Yeah. I got a. I got a red so one. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my dude! God. I remember the and fucking I, slide. I think, well, yeah. yeah. That would have been like thirteen. Yeah. That been like thirteen, fourteen. I think when I was in grade nine or grade ten, mm -hmm. I got the BlackBerry. Oh hell yeah! Blackberry. I dreamed about blackberries when I was like thirteen. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> wow, times have changed. Everyone has iPhones now. Like everyone's like on this like, you know, uh times, man. Yeah. I swear to God, we're not like times. fifty. We're like in twenty three <laughs> and twenty two. Yeah. Literally though. Like, I almost called myself. Feels like. it's yeah. Time and technology moves so quickly and oh my so god. fast. You feel so outdated. Too quick. Like it, do you know what I mean? Like it I know. feels so weird. Mm -hmm. Um, my favorite side of TikTok that I've seen is the sort of Vine revival. You know those those those, uh, those oh, compilations yes. on YouTube of all the the yes, fuck shit. I yeah, love those. it's oh great. My gosh. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I almost dropped that croissant. Like those are good ones. Like you know, 
Those yeah, are yeah. so good. Yeah, like, yeah. those are so funny. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. So, um, besides teaching, you're also uh, now a merch seller. Um, you dropped your... Yeah, officially. <laughs> so, you dropped your first ever merch line. Wait, was that September? September? October? It was October. I oh. think it was October 15th. Yeah. If I'm, a, if I'm right. I yeah. think it's October 15th. That yeah. seems like that was just yesterday. Oh God! Like I, yeah, literally, I know. It feels what the like hell? I was planning it yesterday. Oh my that's God. a quick time. Like, see what I'm saying? Like, that's how fast uh, time feels. Like, don't remind it's me. It's crazy. Like, I literally feel like I was like laying out everything for it to go into motion. Like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's out. I'm I'm pretty much sold out Oof. of like all the sweaters. I mean, that's that's amazing. Um, do you want to talk about like how that was born? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like. I, well, I knew that I wanted to do, like, I love business. Like I said, like, I love the whole like aspect of selling, marketing, all that kind of stuff. Like I, music, like as a musician, I feel like that's something that musicians who are independent have to do on their own if they're not signed by anybody or don't have a team behind them. Um, so I knew from the get go, like, yeah, this is something I want to do on my own. I want to be very independent and do this and kind of figure out how I can do this on my own super grateful to be able to have uh, my dad who is kind of doing the same thing he um is very into like visual arts mm -hmm. um so he's been drawing like all his life yeah. and he's actually now had the opportunity to sell his stuff his drawings at like comic-con fan expo like the tattoo shows in Toronto like all of these like major 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 events that he goes to and he has a lot of connections to different outlets to be able to help me guide my stuff into where I want to go um a little bit different than what he does he does more of like the I don't want to say like heavy metal but like more like he likes you know Slayer Metallica like that kind of thing like those different different genre but uh as far as like my stuff like it's good to still have the connections to be able to go forward with with that um in a different route but it was nice to be able to have the support with that and kind of you know help me lay it out help me kind of design what I wanted I mean I already had my logo so I was super um it was you know super um super easy for me to kind of put it together um and lay it out I also wanted I wanted the first collection to be something that's more personal to me that's why this is the only one that I'll have with my signature on the back um it's because like I wanted to be able to give something to you know people who appreciate my music people who are if you want to put a label on it fans of my work and my music and stuff um to be able to have like a piece of something that I might not be able to do or that I wanted to be the first release for mm -hmm. if that makes sense mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of make it super personable. I'm all about, you know, being a personable person yeah. <laughs> and very like social and just, you know, love life and love everybody and mm -hmm. be very positive and stuff. So having the opportunity, I'm super grateful to be even be able to do this during, um, Corona too, Definitely. because that's played a huge part in a lot of delays, um, with people and their music and their merch or whatever, whatever the case is. Right. So I'm super grateful to be able to have the opportunity to even kind of go forth with that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just noticed right now about eight feet away from me is my bed and your sweater is hanging on the, uh, the post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's literally, it's right here. I'm staring at it right now. <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah. Fucking rub that merch, man. It's dope. Yeah. Uh... 
Um, Thank you, you so much. Yeah, oh, of course, anytime. Um, yeah, so you are, are you sold out right now or are you about to be sold out? Yes, I'm almost sold out. I think almost I literally have like three sweaters left. Okay, well. Uh, yeah, I, I ordered like um, a pretty big batch. I wasn't yeah. expecting, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting to not have people want them because I, I had a lot of people be like, oh my gosh, yes, like I would love to have one. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting to pretty yeah. much sell out. Yeah. Like that was like something I was not expecting. Well, and obviously you needed a big batch. Everyone who bought one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. There's more stuff coming. I'm super excited for 2021 to to be able to hopefully release more. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to it. I think my favorite part of it is your signature on the back. It's super cute. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, for some reason, I think it was because I saw a Facebook photo that you posted the other day. When you said sure. your dad, I couldn't stop thinking about how alike our dads look. <laughs> So true. That is so true. Like, as I soon really as you, I think you posted a photo of you and your sister and your dad on Facebook recently. Yeah, I saw yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seriously, yeah, yeah. I look at that photo and like a chill goes down my spine, and I'm like, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so I think yeah. we should get our families all in the same room and really have a talk Just to them about what actually pictures. happened. Like, yeah, it's so yeah. crazy. Eh? Yeah. Like, there's so many. I mean, they always say there's like what four. What's the population of Earth right now? Like eight billion or something. Like, <laughs> something like that. There's like there's like four to seven people who look exactly like you on this planet, yeah. like that are in different continents or whatever. Hey. It's nuts. Some some people you know, some people you don't. You just never meet them, but they look just like you. It's so I'm wild. scared. I don't want to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think the sort of theme for this podcast that I wanted to go for was um building brand identity as an artist, and um you know that's something that you you I think in my opinion are very strong. Um, with, yeah, um, I think, you know, yeah, I think merch is, um, obviously a part of that. Um, yeah. yeah, And I think, um, in, in, you know, social media presence, um, having a sense of style, um, a sense of, um, like speech and vocabulary, I think it's all like a sort of, you know, it all melds together as your brand. Um, yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the design of your sweaters and sort of what, vibe are you going for what sort of um what influenced that um honestly i think simplicity is a super um modern Mm -hmm. like i don't know if that makes any sense like it's super modern super edgy like my logo doesn't have a lot of detail to it it's literally two j's they're like mirroring each other with like a circle around it super Mm -hmm. simple but it makes such a statement i was actually reading something the other day and it was saying how you know all of these logos and what they stand for and their vibe and everything like that by just something so simple, like the M of McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's as super simple as that. They don't have really crazy stuff like that. So I think the vibe of what I wanted was something super simple. Right. You can like wear it every day if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's nothing too crazy, like I, I, I tell myself this now and I think I'm just going to keep it this way too going mm-hmm. forward with my music career i don't want my face <laughs> like a shirt <laughs> yeah yeah i think i don't know like i don't get me wrong like i have a bruno mars shirt mm-hmm. and i have an ariana grande shirt like mm-hmm. they have their faces on it mm-hmm. but i think it's the vibe that they suit as their brand as an artist i don't okay. necessarily yeah. think my brand and my artistry can have or i don't necessarily think i want to have my brand 
like my face on sure. the shirt. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so entirely up to you. It, I wanted to keep it as, as simple and as, you know, unique and very clean as possible. Something right. that was some, something that's very, um, yeah, just modern, very mm-hmm. simple. That's mm-hmm. pretty much the, the vibe of what I was going for with that one. Yeah. 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 Um, would you say that that kind of reflects in your personal style about how you dress and your wardrobe? Or what would you say um, about that? I was, yeah, maybe 50-50. Like, I feel like it depends. Like, I I have really two, two, two styles I go, like, toward. Like, it's always, like, 50-50. But, you know, I, I vibe more um, with the two looks of bougie on a budget mm-hmm, <laughs> and street body, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. I always, I like to tie in the two because that's just, like, I am, I like to be sophisticated but look, you know, very like mm, simple but like very sexy at the same time right uh, that's something that i love to represent like you know being a woman and being you know a full fully grown woman and mm-hmm. um being able to represent myself in a way where i can still look classy and still be really sexy at the same yep. time and mm-hmm. at, at times i can do you know like i do stage outfits where it's that way and then i'll do stage outfits where i'm super chill like it's you know like a t-shirt dress with like a logo on it and some boots like it's yep. super chill like there's nothing crazy like it's it would reflect my look um as far as just being super simple but also just super like casual and nothing crazy which leans more towards like the street side of things Mm -hmm. um and then just kind of more the simple side of like being like super dressed and classy and just kind of keeping that like bougie look i guess if you want to put it that way (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that that ties in directly with your musical styles as well which you are Mm r&b and pop um do you want to talk about a little bit about like your influences growing up and how that sort of like molded your um your sound basically yeah yeah um god influences man i have a lot but i would say growing up i listened to a lot well i listened to a lot of powerhouse singers growing Mm -hmm. up like i you know literally would put on like whitney houston ariana grande Demi lovato christina Aguilera. like i relate most to those singers because i am a powerhouse if you want to put it that way like mm-hmm. i know that i'm a very loud i'm a loud talker a loud person <laughs> in general just a very outgoing personality like yeah. you know this like, oh yeah i'm a very outgoing person but mm-hmm. as far as like singing as well and i'm a very just like like i don't want to say loud but just very i'm a powerhouse like just i guess if you want to put it that way yeah. um so i relate um most and best to those singers and that was something that i was hugely influenced by when i you know, saw Ariana Grande do a lot of, like, she was my, well, she wasn't my first concert, but she was my first concert that I was like, okay, like, I really, really vibe with this, and this is a look and a vibe that I can get down to, and her music was something that I related to a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, just, like, I listened to, like, influences all over the board, really, like, I grew up on a lot of different music. Mm -hmm. Um, My first ever album that I ever owned was Akon. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that was the first ever CD that I ever owned, like physical copy of a CD. Um and then I would jam out to like really old 2000s music and I just took everything of what I really liked and kind of molded it into what my sound is now currently, which is 
like R&B pop with a hint of rock because mm-hmm. growing up on like Paramore and like that kind of stuff I yeah. grew up you know in, playing in rock bands competing in rock bands and that was something that also I took influence mm-hmm. by yeah. something that you know I've, I still play with a, with a full band now so mm-hmm. it's like being able to kind of tie that into what I had when I was younger is something that I was also you know took into account of, of what my music sounds like now yeah I, I yeah. love when you play rock. I love it. I think, oh, I, thank you. I mean, I think it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite, um, my favorite original one, if, if, um, fingers crossed this one can get released. I really love this song. Yeah. And anyone who's seen me perform live, um, has, I'm sure heard it before. Um, uh, close my eyes. Mm-hmm. When that one is live, that's a huge rock tune because mm-hmm. the guitar just goes wailing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love you by Lizzo. Yeah, everyone loves when I cover yeah. that song. I think you I should love make Lizzo. I, I fuck with Lizzo so hard. <laughs> that is like one of the strongest covers you've done, in my opinion. Oh, I, I think it. you sound oh, fucking yeah. fantastic. Like, hands down. The yeah. boys when we play it live, like oh, shout out to my band. Like I literally <laughs> do not do half the shit I do without them. <laughs> like, they're so good at what they do. I'm so grateful to be able to perform with them. Um. But yeah, like that is one of the best songs that we do live. Oh yeah, uh, that's a cover, really. I, I I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like um, you know when I brought Kaylin to come see you um at yes. Doors and you uh you performed that and she said that she got a little you get a little nervous when you hear that someone's covering Lizzo you know. Right. Because but then, they are expecting this big ass yeah. like ah, like they're expecting yeah. like this huge thing. Yeah. And no one really expects that from me because I'm just like this very like like I don't I'm very like in myself if that makes sense like mm-hmm. very like I'm I get nervous like super nervous mm-hmm. in the, like in the beginning and you're just like not expecting yeah. you know what you expect when the adrenaline kicks in yeah so I totally get that yeah she was telling me after the show she yeah like, what the hell man yeah 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 because like I, I don't think yeah. it has anything to do with you personally I think it's just anyone you hear they're covering Lizzo and it's like oh are you I don't think you're gonna be able to pull that off um but you did yeah, yeah, yeah. like immediately you always do um, but yeah, I think that's something I, I want to see like a professional cover of that. 100%. Honestly, I would love to do that. I yeah. think it'd be super, if, she, if Lizzo ever, oh my God, not been what, if Lizzo ever heard, um, that, that cover, if we ever did one, I, and she just like said something about it, I would literally like be on the floor. Like, oh yeah, she's, yeah. She's so good for what she stands for too. Like I love that. Like she, body, body. Oh my gosh, English body positivity. Yeah. Um, and just female empowerment, and just making sure that like you know, you know, plus size women are heard. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice because obviously I'm a plus size woman, so mm-hmm. being able to also walk in her footsteps too is is huge. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, when it comes to social media and uh, building a brand. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have a sort of plan when you uh, when you started your like social media accounts like Instagram, Facebook, um, you you know, absolutely you recently not. created TikTok? <laughs> absolutely nothing. Yeah, absolutely not. No, um, I had no idea. Well, because when I got social media, um, I was young, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh God, I was like probably 12. Yeah. I, I got oh, Facebook yeah. when I was like 12. And I think I got like Instagram when I was like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. So I was young. So it's the same um, accounts now then? You didn't like create new accounts for them? Um, no, I didn't. So okay. it's pretty much just the same. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I think the reason why I've had it for a while, but I never really focused in on like, you know, being like pushing myself out there and doing that thing. I don't really have a lot of, you know, I none of my family's really musical or wasn't really into the whole like, music business side of things, the marketing, managing, all that stuff. I didn't have a lot of that information. 
and it wasn't really a lot of stuff that people talked about online. Yeah. Like, I think YouTube, a lot, a lot of people weren't really talking about that on YouTube either. So yeah. even if I YouTubed it, you couldn't really find a lot of that. Whereas now, oh my gosh, like that's every, that's what everybody's talking about now mm-hmm. is how to do things on your own, how to be independent, how to do it for less money. Oh yeah. Like when I was starting and I was doing music at like 12, 13 years old, I remember like literally writing Right, like I would, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was like writing music at like thirteen, like yeah. 12, 13 years old. I don't really know what I was doing. I just knew that I like liked to talk about this in the song form, mm-hmm. and I didn't really focus a lot about it on my social media. I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, like you're in high school, like grade nine, you got Instagram, like you know, it was kind yeah. of something I wasn't really focusing on. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really have a plan, no, necessarily, not necessarily. When I was in when I really started to focus in on what I wanted to do and what I think I wanted to portray myself as like, as a music, I mean, like I am very often, I'm literally as real as it gets. Like I'm authentic. Like the way that you talk to me, you know, online, the way they talk to me in person, you know, you see me on camera, like I'm literally the exact same. Like you're not going to see a different change for me. Cause that's just, I preach authenticity like yeah. so much. And I didn't really have, necessarily goal as far as like what I wanted my Instagram to look like. I didn't really start to focus on in on that until I was probably about grade 12. Okay. Um, and I was kind of just seeing, you know, um, you know where things lied. I applied to school. I applied mm-hmm. to go to uh, secondary school music. I was, you know, I wanted to get some more information on it. I had what I had at the time in grade 12, Googling what I did. I was actually lucky enough, thankful, thankful enough, um, to go to a, um, an art school. So I went to an art school. Um, and I had yeah. some experience. I was still able to actually do music pretty much yeah. every single yeah. day. In art high school. Um, you just mean. in a group setting. Yeah. Um, but still had the opportunity to be able to perform and do all these kinds of things and learn like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's an incredible jumpstart to, you know, be a part of an arts community in high school. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I personally went to a public school that was very sports centered. So I had like nothing in in those terms of arts. It was very, uh, it was a bit of a nerdy thing to do where I went. Um, so I very much appreciate schools who really push that and encourage that. Yeah, it was really nice. Like I... I didn't really, well, I, yeah, everyone has their moments when you're in high school, but I didn't really have like a shitty high school experience. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was, I'm so thankful to be able to, to say that because some people can't say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, walking into my school was kind of like high school musical. You could Sweet. really like dance in the hallway and <laughs> sing in the hallway and no one would like literally shit on you for Sounds like, kind of terrifying. <laughs> like yeah. people would dance on the cap tables. Like no one really cared. Like that's. Uh, one thing I really appreciated about going to my high school, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely can't say the same for that. Um, but <laughs> it sounds a little horrifying, but also sort of amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So when you started college, um, and you started kind of thinking about your image more as you know you went to school for music, um. Mm-hmm. So how did that? Uh, how did you start kind of carving out your brand, who you are as a musician? When did that start, and uh, what sort of things stood out to you? Um. Yeah. Okay. So that's a really good question. Actually, I'm yeah. really glad you asked that. Yeah. Um, I think for people who are just starting, like kind of figure out what makes you different. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a natural redhead, so that's a huge bonus for me because 
I'm one, the only redhead in my entire family. So like I look adopted. So kudos <laughs> to my whole family. But um, I didn't really think about that aspect of, you know, like my uniqueness and what made me different from everybody else until I was in my second year. Mm-hmm. So first year was kind of me meeting everybody and connecting and, you know, going to school and like living on my own and that kind of idea of like finding out who I was as a person, um, which also plays into who you are as an artist. Now, um, I feel like that plays a huge part into who you are as a person reflects your artistry um, and the things that you go through, the things that you can write about, all those kinds of things. Um, but my second year, I was put into an ensemble that really shaped me, um, into what I wanted out of this. It's either, you know, like there, you make it or break it, right? Like you, you can really put everything that you got into it or it's, you know, that's it, right? Like yeah. you can, you can put a hundred percent every single day and you will be able to do it. And I'm thankful for being able to be surrounded by a bunch of talented musicians who kind of led me in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of be like, I literally had to sit myself down and be like, okay, let's think about what makes you different. And those are the conversations that I would love to have with people who are starting now and talk about those because those are some things that people just sometimes don't talk about. And sometimes the things that, you know, people are just like, yeah, I want to do pop and I want to do this and I want to do this, but Mm -hmm. what can make you different? What makes you look different? What makes you sound different? How do you want to portray yourself as an artist? Right. Mm -hmm. And, I'm super, super happy that I kind of was able to figure that out um, by doing a lot of soul searching, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. going through really tough times, going through your really big, your really, really high highs and your super lows mm-hmm. and figuring out what you can take from from that and, and you know, benefiting from those things make you, you know, into who you are as an artist as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just the one thing that I'm gonna just say it to you like again like physical features make a difference too like I will say like mm-hmm. if you look different from some people that plays a huge factor you know mm-hmm. tattoos play a huge factor yeah you know your hair color plays a huge factor those mm-hmm. kinds of things too mm-hmm. um yeah like I'm a natural redhead um who does R&B and pop with a hint of rock <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of what my physical brand, I guess, if you want to put it that way, is. Yeah. Um, I'm not as skinny as most girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that also is another physical feature. But um, just kind of figuring out, like, the details of what you want to be um, and what, what you want to make different. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's how, for example, I always use this example because I think it's amazing. Billie Eilish came out of the woodworks and no yeah. one sounds like Billie. No. No one looks like Billie. Right? And mm-hmm. if you say Billie, you know what Billie looks like and yeah. who she is and mm-hmm. you, like, you know, I'm the bad guy. Like, all those songs, like, you know who Billie is, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, she looks different. She sounds different. Like, what makes you different, you know? Yeah. So it's those kinds of conversations that, you know, you can have with your peers, like people you work with, people you're friends with, yourself even. Like those those can those conversations can make a huge uh, impact mm-hmm. on you. So mm-hmm. I think those are amazing tips. And I think I think um, your sense of like individuality and your brand also reflects in the your the audience that you attract and the sort of people that end up flocking 100%. to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, um, I think one thing I want to talk about was um, the difference in platforms that you've found. Um, Let's say like marketing yourself on Facebook and like having a Facebook page versus um, Instagram versus like, I mean, Snapchat's kind of dead. But um, versus like now, <laughs> yeah, TikTok. It's hard to market yourself. I mean, like you can yeah. market yourself on Snapchat, but mm-hmm. then that requires you to pay. Um, oh I yeah. Mean, you can also like you'll you'll. I mean, like regardless, you're gonna pay for what you get, right? right. So like, yeah. Instagram is the same way. Mm-hmm. So is Facebook. So mm-hmm. I guess um, like yeah. It's hard to it's hard to do it on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easier. You can really grow organically on those other uh, platforms versus yes. Snapchat, yes, where it's can, like, yeah. yeah, Snapchat's more like a quick ad by search, those mm-hmm. kind of things. Unless you already have a, a platform on other platforms, right? Yeah, <laughs> then you can move to Snapchat, and then people can subscribe to see your stories, and mm-hmm. that's where the numbers come in. That's where the whole marketing aspect comes into that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. which is cool. Like I, you know, I'm subscribed to a couple you know, influencers or musicians myself, and I can see their Snapchat stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's through them already having a platform on yeah. another platform. Yeah. Like, does it's, that make sense? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Numbers on another one to kind of go back and be like, here's more of my day-to-day life on Snapchat, like those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, it's sort of like um, that additional content, that sort of extra yeah, stuff. For yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so what would you say is the difference between like, yeah, let's say like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, I guess those are kind of the, okay. the major platforms, uh, right now. Yeah, right um, now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, Facebook, how major is that? But it's still kicking, it's still around, people still use it. Still, she's still breathing. I know, for now. Um, yeah, she just, sure. she just <laughs> did get a new look. She, uh, she had a new update, a little facelift, you might say. And, um, I, I hate it. Mm, um um actually it has (laughs) it actually very much has but um in this case i think that uh she's botched to be honest um this (laughs) this new update (laughs) i um i am interning for exclaim magazine right now (laughs) i did i did um I, I am an intern for Exclaim Magazine right now, and that includes um, going through a lot of, you know, promotional and, like, tagged posts on Facebook. Sure. And yeah. there are features on the old Facebook that they just got rid of on the new one. Um, and I okay. can't I can't access things anymore, which is perfect. Wow, okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, that's actually maybe maybe a bit of a note for this, is that, you know, with, certain, with Facebook pages, um, now they've gotten rid of features like... Um, uh yeah like if you have a facebook page you can't look at certain things anymore you can't like there used to be a tab for um mentions and it's it's gone now with a new update and it's so annoying um so that's a bit of you know something that's relevant right now um what would you say is the difference between marketing on all those platforms and what do you prefer um what would you like to see change or added that sort of thing um change or added well that's difficult because that depends on each you know app itself or yeah. the, the the network itself but mm-hmm. i think the major thing that i've noticed between all three of the the platforms that you've suggested um is the age difference so that plays a huge part in what in what um market that you're trying to reach at so for example if you're trying to reach kids that are 14 15 years old what would be the number one platform you'd use? Probably yeah. TikTok. Yeah, definitely. Because that would reach more of the kids who are younger. So, you know, anyone who's like Jojo Siwa or like any of these younger kids, like I'm trying to think of someone else who's like a young hip. Uh, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Like anyone yeah. who's like 
in that younger any of those teens would want to want to see more of that they would want to actually gear more towards tiktok whereas instagram totally instagram actually no let's we'll talk about instagram after i think facebook um is more for people who are how i don't want to age it but i want to see people who are probably like in their 30s and up true um I'd say even. I, I mean, from the action that I've seen. Yeah. Know, like I do. I do social media for a couple of um, different accounts myself, as yeah. well as my own. Um, but I've noticed the demographic being more of people who are in their thirties and up. Yeah. Um, not a lot of these younger kids are. I mean, they obviously like a lot of the twenty-year-olds are more geared now towards Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind definitely. Of what I'm seeing. Yeah. The young, the young adults are geared more towards Instagram. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, more more of the, the older generation is, is still on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, which also, you know, you, if you're that's your demographic and that's your demographic, you want to post more on Facebook, make a Facebook page, share it out to all your friends, tell your friends to share it, like that kind of thing. Um, and Instagram, Instagram's a cool, a, a cool um, app. Yeah. I will say it has now gotten everything from every other app. <laughs> yeah. So it has Insta- Instagram stories um, and it has reels, Instagram reels now, which is kind of like TikTok. Yeah. Um, so and you can still post photos and you can still share your thoughts like Twitter, which mm-hmm. is kind of like on the lower side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but Instagram is kind of like the all be all end all right now, like yeah. right now in this generation that's kind of the the mainstream app that everyone uses Mm um and i feel like that um that app and that um network and platform alone i think has reached the the a lot of of people from like younger kids to um older people like that one kind of covers more age groups than tiktok and um Facebook, because I feel like if you're a young person on Facebook, people would be like, oh, what are you Facebook for? Or like, mm-hmm. why are you on Facebook for? It's mm-hmm. not really like popular, mm-hmm. if you want to put it that way. Or like, if you're yeah. a 30 year old person on TikTok, they're going to be like, why are you on TikTok? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whereas you get, if you have Instagram, they're like, oh yeah, cool. You have Insta. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not like it's kind of frowned upon. It's the universal platform. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, the, like the most used platform, I believe is Instagram. Yeah. Last time I checked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, yeah. I t- I totally forgot about Twitter, but it's just because I don't have it. <laughs> right, like I don't even remember the last time. I, well, I just started using my Twitter again. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think it's very I, uh, accessible for like musicians and everything. Like, I don't think there's a. Uh, I think musicians do well. The biggest, there's not the biggest like inquire about it. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, there's not like yeah, there's like some people who tweet nowadays and like people that share stuff. But yeah. If you want to know somebody and you want to get to know who they are and, you know, what they're doing and all that, it's mainly Instagram or yeah. Snapchat if you want to see their day-to-day life. But yeah. Instagram is kind of where it's at for that. Because I'd say that musicians uh, do well on uh, a visual platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I find that Twitter is, you know, yeah, you can link to all the stuff that you're doing and you can, you know, of course you can tweet photos, you can tweet videos, but it's just, right. it's not, it's really the same. It's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. Like it's, it's Instagram is kind of the, um, cause you can post photos, you can post videos, you mm-hmm. can post like IGTVs now, which yeah. is like longer as you can live stream on it. Yeah. There's so many different options on Instagram. Reels. Um, <laughs> fucking yeah, reels. A lot. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah. Um, on Instagram. Yeah, so. yeah. I um, I'm sort of. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm going off a little bit of a tangent. I'm sort of getting into reels, um, but I'm okay. also kind of like 
why? Right. <laughs> like, I, mean, I haven't posted a reel. So yeah. I don't, I don't know necessarily still how that works. Like, I'm still yeah. working on it myself. Like, I'm, it's, I remember actually watching, um, cause I really like to, like, again, like I really like, um, business and like entrepreneur people and like, mm-hmm. that's kind of my, my realm speaking on this whole TikTok thing. But, yep. um, I remember watching a YouTube video actually, and it mm-hmm. was, um, a business, more business oriented, like, um, a, like video. And they were just talking about like the behind the scenes of what they look like. And they actually talked about the Instagram reels before they released it. Interesting. Like, oh, Instagram's okay. going to hate me, but this is what they're doing. And it's basically like TikTok. So I knew about it before they actually released it on Instagram. And I was like, Oh, this is really cool. And then they released it. And then it was basically just like TikTok on Instagram. Huh. So um, it's still kind of, it's still kind of a new feature. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't blame you for not knowing about it mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not knowing how to work it. Cause I'm still kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's again, like just adapting with the times of the changes. Right. So oh, totally. It's all that, all that teen yeah. shit. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 Um so you know you uh you post uh, very often on Instagram mm-hmm. and um you're sort of constantly updating your followers with like new photo shoots um and new yeah. just new new content basically in general. Um what would uh would you suggest that for everybody um do you have any like tips around that is there sort of a is there a reason a specific reason that you can pinpoint behind you know constantly um yeah yeah, like like giving giving updates and you know changing up your your looks and stuff yeah um i feel like the number one thing with any like if you choose like for me personally like yeah i have a facebook page and i have tiktok and all this stuff but my go-to um is Instagram like I love Instagram I think it's such a cool creative app that you can kind of just go and post whatever you want update people on your life and stuff um but I would say um for anyone who wants to do music or wants to whatever consistency is key that's how you can keep up with your followers that's how you people who are following you can keep up with you yeah um and your day-to-day stuff Mm -hmm. um i do a lot of um like modeling as well um Mm -hmm. so like doing photo shoots and stuff like i always like to post behind the scenes or the actual pictures and i love to credit the people who take them because i think their work is amazing and i love working with different photographers yeah and kind of getting their vision out um in a look or in a shoot that we do um and kind of just working collaborative collaboratively with other you know people who are in the industry obviously just doing a different art form but right. it's really cool to kind of collaborate with people and kind of get that idea um into motion but i would say my number one like tip i guess for people who are kind of starting out or want to just keep going is definitely be consistent because you want to you know, just keep the posts flowing, keep people active. Cause then people aren't going to want to follow inactive accounts, mm-hmm. right? Like if you've, if you haven't posted in like two months, mm-hmm. then they're going to be like, Oh, like, why am I following you if you're not posting? Yep. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Like I've done that. <laughs> like, yeah. If, if I, if, if someone hasn't posted in like three, four months, I'm going to be like, Oh, okay. Like they're not active anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, either there's no reason for me to follow them anymore or there's yeah. a, there, there's like a falling out or whatever yeah like you know what i mean like there's it, there's a consistency that people love like you know like i'm sure that you have people that you are huge fans of musically or whatever the case mm-hmm. is and you love to see when they post new shit mm-hmm. but i love to see when people post new shit on on uh instagram or they're teasing something that they're going to release soon like i love that stuff it's just something yeah. that you can like be that much closer to the person that you like musically 
Right. Yeah. Um, so you you post specifically um, like a lot of you seem to always sort of have like fresh photo shoots ready. Um, would you say? I mean, they're always gorgeous and like yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, my sister literally made a comment to me. She's like, "Is is Juliana like? How is she like getting all these photo shoots done? Like, I feel like every day she's getting a new one. Like, she's like <laughs> it's amazing." Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I tell her. Um, but like, you know, do you think that that's? Um, I, I, I don't really know how to phrase it, but I guess like, mm-hmm. you could be posting selfies. You could be posting, you know, right. screenshots of your your music or different things you're doing. Right. Um, I don't know. You post. You, you choose to, you know, um, continuously um, update your followers with new photo shoots and new looks from you and that sort of thing. Um, is yeah. there a is there a a specific choice behind that would you recommend that over other things to other I artists think it's more it's more aesthetic it's okay. more aesthetic than yeah. anything so right now i'm building up um going into the behind the scenes of things because i love talking about that stuff too like i'm right now working on a like a plan on what music's going to look like for 2021 right we don't really know what's going to actually happen considering right. we're still stuck in this pandemic um, but it's still nice to kind of have something that's conting- contingency plan, something you can work on, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yep. Um, so I'm working on a lot of music stuff and it's nice to be able to have some stuff that you're going to release soon and talk about it in your caption, um, with whatever picture you're posting or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also do like, I'm, um, doing a lot of modeling stuff now, like I'm yeah. in the, in the getting in the world of modeling and showcasing that, you know, like even though I'm a musician first, like there's other outlets that you can do, um, that kind of help you as well. And again, it's a huge aesthetic thing. Um, people really like clean photos and, you know, like obviously aesthetic to what you are and who you are as a person and your vibe and your everything like that. But Mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to also have those connections because then you can have, you know, some photographer connections later down the line as well. Um, it's not a necessity. I mean, like post whatever you want, post whatever the fuck you want, Mm -hmm. whatever vibe you are, whatever stuff you have. Um, it's just more of, people love aesthetic mm-hmm. people love right like i'm sure you you have people that you like that are just like this is cool like their yeah. instagram platform is cool or whatever app, totally you know app it is yeah um and it's really cool and it's all about them and it's what they they like and it's what their vibe is and that kind of thing but i would definitely say yeah like more it's more of an, um, an aesthetic thing mm-hmm. again sort of yeah like a part of your brand like your your brand aesthetic yeah, yeah, your, your sure. style yeah mm-hmm. um oh so um I had a oh I had a question. You know what? Um, one thing I am going to mention is that um, if you can hear my dog snoring in the background, um, that is what that is. She's asleep on my bed, and I keep hearing it. I don't think the mic's going to pick it up, but just in case, um, yeah, she is fast asleep. She's been asleep for like an hour and a half now. Yeah, she's a good girl. What would uh, what would you suggest for um, upcoming musicians? What would you say is is the best? Okay, let's say um, if if you could create a list um, and give that to an upcoming musician or someone who's just building themselves, uh, create a list of um, all of the 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 best techniques, the best um, uh, uh, places to reach out to, the best things to do. Um, I'm I'm at loss for words here, but um, yeah, what, what would be your best tips for somebody just starting out? Honestly, I would say my number one thing would be, again, like, 
I would say, yeah, like find out what makes you different Mm -hmm. because as soon as you figure out what makes you different, you're going to stand out like that. You're going to be someone who's going to be like, Oh, I love, I love her vibe or I love their vibe or whatever. Um, you know, like I fuck with what they're doing and I love how they're doing this. And you know, it's really cool. Like if you can find out what makes you different and what makes you unique, um, the promoting and the marketing won't be as hard because you will already have such a different taste than everybody else that's doing the same shit you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a dif- defer, differentiality. Is that the word I'm looking for? So, <laughs> no, something like that. Dif- different, different, different. Yeah. You want to make yourself, you want to make yourself, you want to just kind of write down the things again that make you different and then kind of go from there. Once you've kind of figured out what makes you different, think about the ways and the things and the, what you stand for. As a musician, as an artist, how you want to, you know, what you want to create, what you want to do, um, and how you want to go about doing that. Because there's multiple ways. I am super thankful that I get to live in the city of Hamilton where we have a lot of outlets to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have a lot of people that we can talk to and Mm -hmm. reach out to, and they're more than happy to give you information on that. Whereas like years ago, it's like not even heard of because you're not part of a record label, then you can't be, then they just won't fuck with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's nice to be able to have those conversations with people who are in the industry that are in the same city as you that are kind yeah. of doing the same thing that you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, like do your research. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, figure out what makes you different. Do your research, um, on what you want to do and mm-hmm. what, what, what you want to promote, what you want to release, what you want to, mm-hmm. you know, make if you're a songwriter, if you're, you know, if you're a singer, if you're this, you kind of want to see what makes you um, who you are and, and do your research on like what's in your city. What can you do? Yeah. Once you kind of have your, your platform set and you're, you know, you're starting to get follows and you're starting to get that kind of stuff. And you really just want to be consistent with those things. Mm-hmm. Um, keep people excited, keep people engaged, um, on those platforms. Yeah. If you want to focus in on one or you want to focus in on two, like be super engaged with that. Yeah. Um, have like, I used to have a posting schedule. I don't have mm-hmm. a posting schedule anymore because life is just crazy with Corona. It's too hard to, to predict what's going to happen. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm still pretty frequent on posting on my stories, posting on, so I post on my feed. Um, I post on my story a lot more than I post on my feed, but you're still engaging. You're still keeping active. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you want to engage with the fans or your friends, the people who are following you as much as possible. Ask them questions, ask them to ask you questions, you know, find out more about you and kind of post, you know, things that make you happy and things that you want to, you know, share out to the world. And those, those are kind of the ideas that you want to put out. Um, cause you don't want to make it on like not authentic cause then people are going to tell right away. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if it's fake, very like, true. Oh, she's very fake. true. Or, oh, they're fake, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not going to be the same. You won't get, you know, the same audience. It'll be different mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's sort of like discovering discovering your like authentic you i think that takes a bit i think that's something that's kind of i i think i think you end up i i think that's a cool um thing that you brought up i think that that takes a little bit to discover and i think that you really have to kind of um almost kind of fall into it you know you have to kind of try right. on different things trying different outfits and figure out like what really is you and then uh right and I it's, think a, it's, it's a trial and error you're mm-hmm. never gonna get it right the first time yeah it's just kind of a brainstorm and seeing what 
you know fits you and what's the most authentic to what you stand for. Yeah. Because that's what's going to, that's what's going to make you successful. Um, and that's, what's going to make you stand out Mm -hmm. in your individuality for sure. Yeah. Another thing that you brought up that I liked was, um, uh, being aware of your community, I guess, and the community Mm -hmm. that you're, uh, that you're performing in or that you live Mm -hmm. in, you know, et cetera, whatever. Um, and yeah, like sort of uh, getting to know those resources, you know, who's around, who's reporting on music, who's, um, you know, what venues are around photographers, like sort of like that, just understanding the scene and getting involved in that. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like I literally remember doing that when I was in my set, like I focused again, like focused more on that in my second year of school. Mm-hmm. Like my first year was kind of just me getting from the city, getting to know where I was, who I was, yeah. you know, musically, what I liked, what I didn't like, um, and what I wanted to continue doing. And then when I was more in my second year, I was like, you know what, like just got to take this shit more seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you don't have to take life seriously all the time, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nice to kind of still have a goal and a, you know, kind of set your place and right. what you want and how you want to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to start young as well. Um, mm-hmm. So anyone who is young, <laughs> start now. <laughs> start um, right now. Start right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's nice because that was something I realized in second year too, is just, you know, do your research, talk to people. Like I was able, I think it was actually my first year. Um, I was actually able to play Super Crawl, which is a huge festival here in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge music and arts festival um, that they put on every single year. I mean, but 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they put on every single year. Yeah. Um, and I was eligible to actually perform for the first time. Um, and actually, it would have been my second year. I lied, second year. Um, that was so awesome. Starting. Um, and yeah, it was it was a huge thing for me. I was like, wow, this is such a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that kind of also kickstarted a lot of what I was able to do as well. Just finding out what I liked um, and what I wanted to pursue mm-hmm. and like making more connections after that. Like I was able to, to make more connections with people who were in the city of yeah. Hamilton, being able yeah. to play like, you know, Canada day festival, being able to play super call again, mm-hmm. um, being able to play like really big venues in the city of Hamilton, even in Toronto and like being able to connect with people through different, like, yeah, um, like networking conferences. I'm such a nerd for that shit. Oh my God. Like <laughs> I love going to like networking events and like the, the best one that I think I went to was CMW. I went last year at Canadian Music Week. For anyone who hasn't gone, um, I highly suggest you go for someone who's even just starting. Mm-hmm. It's still so good for you to go get educated. Even mm-hmm. if it's something that you feel like, you know, oh, I don't feel like I'm ready. Mm-hmm. You can just go for the experience. It's such an exhilarating experience to be in, in, in the same room as people who've worked with so many different other artists. Yeah. Um, as well as, you know, people who are just local as well. Like mm-hmm. in Toronto, in Hamilton, Mississauga, like those local cities can help you out as well. Because we're all trying to do the same thing and we all want to benefit from each other. Um, in different ways and we want to kind of keep the music alive and keep going with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think another thing that I wanted to touch on a little bit was, um, I guess just like, you know, I grew up in a small farm town, so I understand that, you know, we're... um, uh, you know, although <laughs> although uh, we now are in Hamilton, um, I think that 
it's it's a privilege to sort of live in a city that um you know has a a great music scene that has a lot yeah, of support I'm super blessed. yeah I'm and super i blessed. yeah i think if you come from a more rural area like you know i did uh i think it, you shouldn't be shy reaching out to like neighboring towns and neighboring cities i know that's easy yeah. to say you know if you know maybe if you're very young you don't have a car or anything like that um yeah. but i think yeah i, th- I, th- I think that um yeah, don't be afraid to uh, to reach out to other places that have, you know, stronger resources and mm-hmm. um, more venues and more artists and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More connections overall, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I think that might be all. Um, do you have anything else that you'd like to talk about? Not off the top of my head, but I mean, like, if anyone has, like, any questions about, like, anything or whatever, like, I'm more than happy to answer. Mm-hmm um questions like you can head over to my instagram and i'll be more than happy to kind of help you i mm-hmm. love the, the music business side of things that's mm-hmm. something that uh, i'm going to school for next year for a semester yeah semester i guess two semesters technically but um mm-hmm. i'm super excited to just get, educate myself more on that topic oh, yeah. so if anyone has any questions feel free to reach out i'll be more than happy to help you mm-hmm. get that education Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to plug you one more time so everybody knows where to find you uh, so this is uh, my lovely guest Juliana Jones uh, so you can find her at Juliana Jones Music on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok basically everything uh, you can also find her at Juliana J Studios uh, which is her teaching account on Instagram and you can also find her at Shop Juliana Jones which is her um, store and like merch site on Instagram so um yeah thank you so much for joining me and uh, do Thanks you for having me Thanks yeah for talking. anytime <laughs> um do you want to plug anything that's like coming up that you recently released something uh do you want to plug like your spotify any streaming services anything you yeah, want to plug? follow me on spotify or any um kind of streaming platform um that you guys have um i'm going to be releasing music sooner than you think and that's all i'm gonna say beautiful well you know um you guys check out her instagram and uh, my instagram at sarah's hotspot although i'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to this uh, knows my instagram already um (laughs) but um yeah um watch out for her new stuff coming out soon and um thanks for listening uh thanks for joining me juju and uh we'll talk later (laughs) thanks for having me see you (laughs) Have a good night. Bye.